This podcast is proud to be part of the TalkSport Fan Network. TalkSport. Powered by fans. And there it is. That's as good as it gets on this stage. Nissan Townstar EV strikes again. It's an unstoppable van. Unstoppable. Look, just fantastic. You can actually see the ProPilot technology in action. Effortless parallel parking. It moves with all the confidence that comes with a five-year warranty. And with a bench full of all-star van experts, there's real strength in depth here. That's all-star quality. Search Nissan Townstar EV and visit your local all-star van centre to see for yourself. Terms and conditions apply. Five years or 100,000 miles, whichever comes first. ProPilot is an advanced driver assist technology. Driver's responsibility to stay alert, drive safely, and control vehicle at all times. Ready to pop the question and take advantage of 30% off? The jewelers at BlueNile.com have got sparkle down to a science with beautiful lab-grown diamonds worthy of your most brilliant moments. Their lab-grown diamonds are independently graded and guaranteed identical to natural diamonds. And they're ready to ship to your door. Go to BlueNile.com to get 30% off. Select lab-grown diamonds. That's BlueNile.com for 30% off lab-grown diamonds. BlueNile.com. is Sky Blues Extra. Thanks for joining us for another episode of the Sky Blue Extra Match Day Preview in association with the Sky Blue Tavern and Dylan's Brewery. I'm Matt and this week I'll be joined by Ross as we look ahead to a hopefully another positive result uh, as the Sky Blues take on Plymouth at the CBS this coming Tuesday evening. Ross, how are we doing? Yeah, all good, mate. All good. Just... Uh... Focusing now on Tuesday, mate, and getting getting another three points under the board and another clean sheet. Yeah, back to back wins would be would be really nice after so long without a victory, and that obviously coming to an end uh, this weekend against Millwall with that three 0 road victory. As I mentioned, it is Plymouth who City will be lining up against on Tuesday evening. So let's jump into into that one. Uh, Ross, on the face of it, looks like an opportunity to pick up another three points. Uh, what are your thoughts about Plymouth? Yeah, I think when you look at these teams, you need to be beating them anyway. And I know people go, oh, they've beat Sunderland, they've drew with Middlesbrough, they've done this, etc. But as I've previously said to people, you know, in, in our group, they're a home team. They pick up all their points at home, away from home. Even their own fans say they're naff away from home. Like they go away and follow them, but they know that majority of the time they're not going to win because especially teams like us who have a good fan base, you know, we really, so we've only lost once at home all year, all season. And that was, that was to West Brom. So we don't actually lose much at our ground. So coming off the back of this three nil win at the, at the weekend um, and two clean sheets, I fully expect us to be able to, 
to, to deal with them really and score another couple of goals against them and get a good win. Something like a two nil would be nice. Another two or three nil would be a would be a lovely result for us, you know, getting three clean sheets in a row and a couple of games where we score a, a few goals. I think that's another important thing for us and not just scraping by and going back to oh, we've only scored one goal. You know, if Hadji could get a couple or, you know, someone could score a couple of goals and we end up winning two or three nil, that would be a that would be a perfect scenario going into the Ipswich game on the Saturday. But yeah, I am um, I expect us to, to to win that game, but I think obviously they will cause us problems, and they have got a few good little players that we'll probably need to to keep an eye out for as well. Yeah, looking at them in a bit more detail, so they currently sit in nineteenth spot, just one place above the Sky Blues. Um, their last five games, they've they've won two, lost two, and and picked up one draw. So pretty mixed bag for them, which has seemed to be the case pretty much throughout the season. Um, but one thing that does stand out with Plymouth, that do that does seem to be a lot of goals uh, in their games. Yeah, nineteen goals in the last five, and uh, I think it's twenty nine for them in total, which is only bettered by. I think the top two in Norwich, um, but they they do ship a lot of goals at the other yeah. other end as well. I think it's only the bottom four and Norwich who have conceded more. So we talked about you know it'd be really nice to get another clean sheet and get a few goals. It looks like there'll be opportunities at, at both ends of the pitch though. Yeah, I think so. I think um, they've got um, right, uh, Morgan Whitaker. He's a good player. He scored a good goal um, this weekend. Just gone. Um, he's really good goal really against good Sunderland. Goal. Really good goal. Um, They've got the what the the lad up front. What's his name? Is it? Oh, I forgot his name. Ryan oh, something. That's it. Ryan Hardy. Um, Hardy up front. He's he's an he's another player to sort of watch out for. I don't really know too much about their defence apart from that they do they do ship um they do ship a lot of goals. Um, but yeah, they've got they've got a few sort of standout players in Hardy. Um, obviously they've got that other guy as well. What's his name? Is it Bally Bally Mumber? I think he's a nice little player as well. They've got they've got a few players that can that can cause us problems. But I think as a whole, we have sort of a a team well, we do have a much better team in terms of the money we've spent on them etc and 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 the positions that we're in and the players that we've got on the caliber of players we should be beating them and especially as we're at home it's not like we're talking about going to their place we're playing them at our place in front of the, what will probably be a minimum of 21,000 I'd expect so I doubt they're going to bring too many up on on the Tuesday um considering it's a Tuesday night and it's a it's a quite a long trip down up for them and down for us isn't it so um i, I imagine they'll probably pro- maybe bring one one and a half at the most at the most so i'm i'm expecting probably twenty two thousand, and the majority of it being being cov fans so with that behind us after having two clean sheets to win on saturday i think i'm hoping there'll be a more positive atmosphere in the ground where we get behind them from the minute the minute the whistle blows and we're in the ground, then you'll you'll feel that change. And if we get behind the team, I'm more than fancy us to go and go and win. But the first goal will be key. I think if we score first, there's only one winner. But if they get the first goal, it could be a bit of an interesting game for us chasing it and trying to get back into it. Um, but hopefully we get that first goal and and and, and we get another two or three nil victory, mate. That'd be that'd be lovely. <laughs> you take that, yeah, absolutely. I think one of the things maybe for me with Plymouth is is their unpredictability when it yeah. comes to the the top end of the pitch. You know, Whitaker, obviously a player that we were uh, apparently we linked with him, weren't we? Yeah, during the during the summer, he's pretty much set, uh, uh, but in a more, I guess. Uh, wide role uh, in the attacking yeah. half of the pitch. They generally set it with a 4-3-3. They have changed that a couple of times this season, but more often than not, they do set up as a 4-3-3. Um, but there was a lot of change when it comes to that um, 
that main striker, that real centre forward for them. I think over the last five games, they've had four changes there with uh, yeah. Ben Wayne, Luke Kundal, Ryan Hardy, we talked about, and Bundu, who you mentioned as well, all lining up in that area of the pitch. So would that be a bit of a concern, that unpredictability with, obviously, yes, we know the threat that Whitaker can bring, but do we really know what they will do along that front line outside of, you know, maybe Whitaker starting on that not, line? Outside? Not really, if I'm honest. I think... The main thing is, is how they set up. I think if they come and play a 4-3-3 against our 4-3-3, we should absolutely muller them in terms of we're the home team and we should dominate the possession against them. They're not going to come to us and try and dominate possession. They're not stupid. They're not, they're away from home. They're in front of it. They're in a big stadium in front of 20 odd thousand fans that it, it We've just won 3 now. We've, we've got a good team. They'll know that. They're not going to try and come and try and have 60% possession and be passing out from the back. They're going to try and frustrate us and they're going to try and play on the counter and transitions and use your Ryan Hardys, your Bali Mumbers and your Morgan Whitakers yeah. to, to break on us. And, yeah. yeah, sorry. It was just the Leeds game was the one in the last maybe four or five where they have changed the formation. Where yeah. obviously you're probably thinking they're expecting to obviously sit back a lot of the game and allow the opposition to have more in possession. I believe that game was 2-1, but I actually watched that. And if Leeds took their chances, it would have been about six before Plymouth even scored once. So it wasn't a case of it all. It was a close game. No, Plymouth conceded late, so many chances. Piro yeah, missed chances goal, I don't yeah. normally see him miss. Somerville was missing chances. Um, Georginio Rutter was missing. They all missed chances that they should have been burying and that you've seen them yeah. bury. So if they'd have done that, it would have probably been about four or five nil. So again, I think we'll have a lot of chances. It's good that we're going into this game with confidence, though. That's what I like. If we hadn't have won Saturday, it would have still been the same. It would have been going, oh, but if we get in those positions, what are we going to do? But now we've had that win, I really, really think that we'll be confident in those positions now. Like when Tats gets a chance to shoot, I think he's going to shoot now rather than making that extra pass because he has scored that goal now and he knows that he's got that, that confidence. And those things make a big difference. Like testing the keeper earlier on and really putting them under under pressure. When we get corners, Eccles really whipping good balls into the box. Those, those things will be key on Tuesday. And if we can get a, a, an early goal in the first sort of 15, 20 minutes of that game, that really puts the game in our favour then because then Plymouth have got to come at us and then the game opens up and then you've got your Hadjis, your taxes that can get in behind and before you know it, it could be two or three nil and, it, and it's game over and we see the game out and we take the win. So it's not that simple. I'm talking as if we're going to do it like that. It, it could be that we we score a late a 90th minute goal for all we know, but looking at the perspective of how they set up and the amount they concede, I'll be surprised if there's not goals in the game um, especially after we've just scored three and we've got a bit of confidence so yeah it'll be an interesting game but I, I, I fully expect us to, to to get the win and there it is that's as good as it gets on this stage Nissan Townstar EV strikes again it's an unstoppable van unstoppable Look, just fantastic you can actually see the pro pilot technology in action effortless parallel parking it moves with all the confidence that comes with a five year warranty and with a bench full of all star van experts there's real strength in depth here that's all star quality search Nissan Townstar EV and visit your local all star van centre to see for yourself Terms and conditions apply. Five years or 100,000 miles, whichever comes first. ProPilot is an advanced driver assist technology. Driver's responsibility to stay alert, drive safely, and control vehicle at all times. Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices 
down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. Ready to get 30, 30, ready to get 30, ready to get 20, 20, 20, ready to get 20, 20, ready to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month. So give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. You're listening to Sky Blues Extra. Yeah, an interesting one that you've, you've touched on there for me is around possession. Um, you know, we we in the in the pod following the Millwall game, we touched on the fact of very briefly touched on the fact that possession stats in that run of four games where we lost were overwhelmingly in favour of Coventry, as in Coventry had the overwhelming amount uh, majority of possession in those games, and in most of those games it was you know comfortably over sixty percent pushing towards in some cases seventy percent as well. So, but obviously we lost all four games, and then you look at the yeah. last two against Stoke where you know hopefully most people consider it a bit of an improved performance while still being a bit frustrating but yeah. and then you go into the Millwall game where obviously a 3-0 win fantastic away day for for everybody involved and they're both games where we were the lesser in terms of possession and against Millwall yeah. quite comfortably I think it was 37 percent so we have seen the improvement in terms of results if nothing if nothing else that less possession has brought to the side, even if it is just over the last couple of games. Um, but we look at Plymouth and as you've touched on quite rightly, they are a side that I think they understand who they are as a football club um, yeah. and reflect that on the football pitch as well, because they look at the last five or six games for them, always been the lesser side in terms of possession mm-hmm. quite often in those situations as well, um, you know, below kind of 40%. So, yeah, for sure. The natural inclination in this game possibly is to think Coventry as the home side is maybe expecting to have the better players is to to want to try and dominate the ball. But kind of recent form hasn't suggested that's the best way to go for it. So it's a, I guess it's a little, my point would be it's a little bit of an interesting dynamic because I'm sure yeah. Plymouth will be quite happy to let us have the ball. Yeah, for but sure. How do we set up on that front as well? Because, you know, in one respect, you think you're confident because we've got the better players and we would want to have the ball and we would expect to be creative, but recent history hasn't potentially supported that theory. Yeah. I mean, it's an interesting one as well, because then if you look in terms of transitions and them letting us have the ball, I actually listened to the Millwall manager over the weekend, um, Joe Edwards, and he actually said he was frustrated with Millwall because they'd learnt, they uh, not learned that they had worked on our weak area and where we've had a lot of, pain over this season is in the wide areas and getting the ball out wide and I think a lot of teams have noted that with us that it's an area that we have been pouring is our our wing backs and a lot of teams have had joy down our sides and have utilised that against us and Plymouth are going to be another one of those where they're going to try and put their strongest players in those wide positions, i.e. your, your Ballymumbers, your Hardys, your, your, your Whittakers, and get them on the transition and to hurt us. Because all it takes is one good counter-attack with us dominating the ball, a Whittaker shot, and, Whittaker shot and it's in the back of our net and we're 1-0 down. So we have to be really, really mindful and careful of that, that we're not over-committing too early on and that when dominating the ball, we're dominating it in a way that we're 
we're not giving the ball away while doing so. We're keeping the ball and working an overload and working our way into, into positions, not just throwing all guns blazing at it and trying to get everyone forward, losing it on a on a silly giveaway and then getting countered and finding ourselves 1-0 down. We need to make sure that we we really try and pick them off as, as sort of strategically as we can, so to speak, rather than just going, right, we're at home, we want to get a quick early goal, let's try and bomb everyone on and then, you know, accidentally give the ball away and then we're one nil down. When if we can if we can work our openings against them, I think we'll cause them will cause some problems. But it was an interesting touch um from the from the Millwall manager. I thought actually that is quite a quite a key point that a lot of teams have probably been working on against us is that we're in, in our wide areas, especially towards like when we've been using wing backs, we've we've been weak once once our wing backs get on, they can counter us. So it'll be interesting to see how how that changes now and the dynamic changes now we're in a back four and, and how we get on. So yeah, it'll be be interesting, mate. Yeah, it's uh, I think the point for me is, you know, we we're obviously you're not gonna have a game where two sides are just going to be uh, passing it to the opposition and saying let's let's wait for the counter or let's wait for you to make a mistake. I think for us though, it's uh, I think there are clear indications of the fact of when we've got possession, use it the right way and make sure we're set up well at the back and we're structured well at the back. But move the ball yeah, fast. Definitely. Where we've yeah. seen, especially in that Millwall game, you know we did see Bidwell come forward and create opportunities. crisp passes as well. Yeah, Milan, you know, obviously it's a little bit of a change for him in terms of playing a more set right-back role, but you have got Eccles, you have got potential if he can overlap and then maybe Sakamoto can drop back a little bit because we've seen him play in a defensive role on the right as well. Um, but moving the ball forward fast and maybe risking the opportunity of losing the ball, but whilst being regimented at the back, but to move yeah, the for ball sure. forward quickly to really cause them problems versus what we've seen at home maybe in the last you know four or five games we've dominated the ball but really struggled to create massively clear-cut chances yeah. and there have obviously been moments in all of those games where we could say if we'd have been a bit more clinical it would have been uh, a different story but I don't know it just maybe feels a bit languid at, at times in in the past where we've held the ball for long periods of time but really struggled to break a team down versus Let's move it at pace. And if you know what, if we lose the ball on a couple of occasions, then we can live with that as long as we're regimented at the back because the stats show us that it, it's not the worst thing in the world if we don't dominate the ball in terms yeah. of possession. We can take those risks. Yeah. And, you know, playing a bit more direct, like the balls we were playing into Hadji yesterday, you know, those little runs off the channels in, in behind. We've not seen that as much, to be honest. We've took. Mm. We've probably took two or three extra passes before we've got it out to him, whereas it was quick little interchanging passes and then it was bang, straight into Hadji. There was no messing around. And that's what we need to see more of, you know, catching teams off off guard. Instead of trying to gradually work build-ups and play in this nice way, let's play a little bit, like you said, quicker and take those risks and play into dangerous areas because you know playing into dangerous areas is is a dangerous risk but to ultimately to score goals you have to take risks and sometimes i think we've been we've been um we've been skeptical of not doing that ourselves i think we don't take enough risks i think we've been tried to doing we've been trying to do things too simply um and i think that's not worked for us and i think yesterday we finally showed that take a bit of a gamble and a risk with how we play and how we pass and it works and we scored three goals from it so I think now that will hopefully allow 
allow the team, especially in front of our home fans, you want to do that type of stuff because it will really get the fans behind you. They'll be singing, they'll be they'll be G'd up, you know, and they'll be they'll be feeling that difference in the team and the confidence. So I think if we can do that Tuesday, mate, I think we can really take it to Plymouth and we could end up getting another good few goals in that game if if we play well. So it'll be it will be interesting to see how, how we set up and how we play. And do you see obviously coming off the back of a 3-0 away victory, it would I guess suggests that we wouldn't expect to see too much in the way of change. But would you would you see there being any possibility of any change in that start? No, I don't. I, I don't think the back four is going to change. I think Milan now is, he's been rested, so he's going to need games. He's going to need minutes in his legs to get fresher again. I think Tats is going to have a. a you can't drop him when he scored. He scored and had a, had a great game. If Robbins drops yeah. it, and the fans are just going to be fuming because they're just going to be, why? What what can the lad do to keep playing? You can't drop someone of who's had a game. Like like that regardless of the, and it's not like we're playing Leicester at home no disrespect to Plymouth then they're, they're down there for a reason and they will become the end of the season we've got to be taking it to these teams so I don't really expect any changes I think we had a strong bench yesterday um it maybe would be nice to even see like Palmer maybe on the bench although he might not be able to be brought on or bring him on for 10 minutes if we're winning or something but again it all depends how he's been training and how he's feeling but we know Robbins said with O'Hare didn't he oh he's not going to play and then <laughs> he was on the bench so and obviously yeah. Palmer's had nowhere near as worse an injury as as O'Hare so you, you never know Palmer could be even in the mix on on Tuesday and could be on the bench again which would be another nice option because we'd actually have we actually don't have any under 21s or 23s on the bench now it's our actual full squad is back out so we've just got a full squad of players that are the 16 17 players that we've got which which is great to look at because we've now got considerable options all over the pitch for every every position that we need to change and move things around in which is nice so um i don't expect any changes mate if i'm honest just want to see a nice strong bench and that same starting starting 11 yeah no, agreed. And sounds like you're quite confident heading into this one, but we'll get a score prediction from you. What do you what do you think we'll end up seeing on Tuesday night? I'm gonna go two nil. I'd like yeah. to see another three nil, but I am gonna I'm gonna just be I'm gonna keep my I'm gonna keep my realistic head on. I'm gonna go for a two nil. <laughs> um I'm gonna go for another clean sheet for us. Um I'm gonna go for a couple of goals. I think Hadji's gonna get one. Um, yeah. I'm hoping Hadji could get one. Maybe Sims could get one. Maybe coming off the bench, you know, it could be a, 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 a simple. Like we could go one nil up and have a few chances. Then Sims gets bought on 60, 70th minute, and then finally gets a gets a home goal in front of the fans, which could be an extra boost for us, knowing that he's finally then scored at at home as well, which hopefully would be a bit of a weight off his shoulders. So yeah, it'd be nice to see a, a Sims goal and a, and a Hadji goal and a, and a two 0 win. But I'm not going to predict that. I'm just going to predict the predict the two 0 win. Yeah, yeah. Well, yeah. I mean, it would be kind of ideal. You know, we've come out of a game on on Saturday where you'd pretty much say, other than maybe Wright getting on the score sheet, it's pretty much an ideal um, yeah result scenario, wasn't it? A similar case if this happens, I think you're right in terms of what you said earlier on the first goal. As and it's very much a, a footballing cliche, isn't it? And it's always important that first goal. But this one for me, especially so, I think if we can get an early goal against Plymouth, I, I do think they're really going to struggle. You know, they as you say, they're going to have to come out and play. Um, and I, I could just see us picking them off then if I'm completely yeah, honest, I think... if we were to get that goal. But it is a case of, of getting that goal and you can always get hit and you can get hurt. They've got some players who've, 
you know, you look at the likes of people we've talked about, Whittakers and Kundals and, and Hardy, they've all got a few goals to their name. I think all of them have got at least, uh, you know, five, six, seven, eight goals, which is, you know, up there with our top scorer in Godden um, and above him in some cases. So we do have to respect that and, and we have to respect that they do carry something of a threat with the number of goals they've scored this season. But if we can get that first goal, um, I would imagine... It's it, it would it would lead to quite a comfortable victory from there. So yeah. I, I, I would agree. I, I, I think a two 0 for me would be would be a pretty fair reflection on 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 what we can expect to see on Tuesday night, and obviously back to back wins, which should set us up nicely going into the Christmas period, wouldn't it? Yeah, it would do, mate. And um, three clean sheets in a row as well would be uh, would yeah. be lovely. No no goals conceded again. would be nice going into that Ipswich game, which in reality we'd all expect to probably concede in that game, um, considering that they score in pretty much every game they play in, bar obviously the West Brom. But if we could go to Ipswich and keep another one and win off the back <laughs> of Tuesday, we'd, God, playoffs would be on, wouldn't they, mate? <laughs> <laughs> be right over there. Yeah, even just, as you say, the confidence, you know, another clean sheet in this game. Yes, Ipswich have looked pretty potent in front of goal but actually we talk about it I believe Plymouth have scored more goals than Ipswich so yes, that might be a bit distorted they had that 6-2 against Norwich um, yeah. which is which has obviously helped that but you know they had to score those goals as well so it'd be an interesting one sometimes the perceptions there in Plymouth you know certainly feel like a lot more of a or feels like a lot more of a winnable game than Ipswich but they have scored a lot of goals yeah, they're not afraid to shoot to, yeah, and it probably leans to that importance of the first goal and maybe yeah, changing definitely. the way that they'd, they'd, they'd like to play this game. But another win on the horizon. I think we're both in agreement on that one. So we'll uh, we'll obviously have to wait and see what happens on Tuesday evening. But for now, thanks again for your time, Ross, this afternoon. And again, another shout out to our fantastic sponsors at the Sky Blue Tavern and Dylan's Brewery. And as ever, if you agree with anything we've talked about or disagree with anything we've talked about on today's podcast, please do let us know. We always love to hear your opinions using that hashtag SBE podcast. Thanks for listening to the Sky Blues Extra podcast. as good as it gets on this stage Nissan Townstar EV strikes again it's an unstoppable van unstoppable Look, just fantastic you can actually see the pro pilot technology in action effortless parallel parking it moves with all the confidence that comes with a five year warranty and with a bench full of all star van experts there's real strength in depth here that's all star quality search Nissan Townstar EV and visit your local all star van centre to see for yourself Terms and conditions apply. Five years or 100,000 miles, whichever comes first. ProPilot is an advanced driver assist technology. Driver's responsibility to stay alert, drive safely, and control vehicle at all times. This podcast is proud to be part of the TalkSport Fan Network. TalkSport. Powered by fans.